As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Formula Car Stars from Butmore Park. Apologies for the dip in the feed. We just watched Harry Thompson take the victory in the first of the Formula Car Stars Super Cadet races of the 2016 season from Joe Taylor and Jack Davies. But there's a great battle already in the start of the first of the heats in the FKS Junior class as Oliver Clark and Ethan Hawkey battle away for victory through the first couple of corners. And as the battle settles itself out in the first lap, it is the 62 of Oliver Clark who takes the lead while Ethan Hawk scraps with Louis Westover, who now drops back into fourth position behind the fast-starting Johnny Edgar. Edgar in the 42 has come up to P3. It's a fantastic start in the FKS Junior first race of the season. Clark leading from Hawkey, Edgar and Westover. And Oliver Clark, the Fortec man, is trying to stretch out the advantage way out in front and get Fortex karting sensation season to a winning start. So let's see if that's going to happen. Oliver Clark leading. Ethan Hawkey now losing second position as round the outside goes Johnny Edgar. Round the outside of Henry's Bend to get into second position. Now that is ambitious and incredible. So it is a race lead for Oliver Clark. Second place for Edgar. Third is Hawkey. Fourth is now Owen Byatt. Owen Byatt. How on earth did Owen Byatt get up in a P4? He has really worked himself hard there. Gini is now fifth. Monroe is sixth. I think there must have been a clash somewhere because Owen Byatt and Abby Munro last time around were in P8. Yes, Westover is down from fourth position. He's a long way down. So Clark, Edgar and Hawkey is the order. Byatt in fourth. Gini is in fifth place. Abby Munro is up to sixth place. She's doing very well. Harrison Wedgbury is now in eighth, uh, seventh place ahead of Chris Lullum and Dexter Patterson. Then in tenth place is Louis Westover. Where is Shea Martin? Dexter Patterson's pitting in. Dexter Patterson's pitting in. His first heat as a junior driver this appears to be over the super scott is out of action and out of the race that is such a shame but dexter patterson's race is over so his first heat as a junior is very short-lived i'm afraid oliver clark meanwhile is stretching that advantage once again out in front while ethan hawkey goes to battle with johnny edgar edgar is battling his corner in p2 and Ethan Hawkey's trying to make his move up into second position once again. Fourth place, Owen Byatt not far away as Abby Munro makes the move on Tom Geeney and makes it stick. Beautiful overtake there from Abby Munro. She really is getting on with this beautifully. And Abby Munro, the sole woman in the 2016 campaign so far for Formula Card Stars, doing a brilliant job 
And now it looks as though Wedgbury is closing up on the tail of Gini. Gini tries again on the inside of Munro and Paddock. What a move! He gets that done beautifully. Up at a P5 once more. Oh, great battle of a P5 here. Meanwhile, Hawkey's got through in a second. Hawkey's made the move for Johnny Edgar and he's through in a P2. He must have done that at Garda. I didn't see it happen, so it must have been there. Owen Byatt's now making the move for Edgar into the first hairpin, and he's through. Great overtake there from Owen Byatt. So it's now Clark, Hawkey, Byatt, Edgar. That's the order right now. And back at the inside, Wedgbury makes the move for Munro, who's already got back past Gini. And it looks to me as though Wedgbury and Munro, Wedgbury and Munro side by side. Gini's going to get past both of them on the run to side sweep. But Wedgbury shuts the door. Gini's through past Munro, and those three still scrapping for fifth position, while the man in eighth place, Chris Lullum, tries to keep up. What a brilliant start to the junior championship in heat one. Well, there's only 10 still running. Clark is leading, Hawkey in second, Byatt third, Edgar fourth. Wedgbury is now up to fifth position, as we saw, but second through to fourth is still a close battle. Gini's having another go at Harrison Wedgbury. And Abby Munro's right in there in seventh place as well. She's got a great chance of going fifth position. Dexter Patterson out of the race, unfortunately. Shea Martin still in the race in tenth position, but a long way down with mechanical problems. Abby Munro chasing down Tom Geeney. Fifth position, Harrison Wedgbury. But Oliver Clark is stretching out his lead. It's a dominant lead by all accounts. Oliver Clark is absolutely romping away from Ethan Hawkey, Owen Byatt and Johnny Edgar. The gap is now 4.8 seconds. He's gone. He's on another continent. So through comes that battle of a second position. Ethan Hawkey in the lead, Byatt second and Johnny Edgar fourth. Well, I'd say Johnny Edgar second, second in the queue, I should say. So now Hawkey, Byatt, Edgar battling over second place. Hawkey is at the head of the train. Byatt's in third position, right on his tail. They go through the same sweep, through Pullman's and into Paddock, the right-hander. And up the hill, Hawkey's going to get a bit of a challenge here. Up the inside goes Owen Byatt. In through Garda. We wait for him to come back out and he has got through. Hawkey's down to fourth position. Edgar's got through as well. So the fusion man, Johnny Edgar, has got through in a third position right on the tail of Owen Byatt. Oliver Clark still your lead up by five and a half seconds now. He's romping away as these three battle for second place. And they've gift-wrapped this victory to Oliver Clark on a silver platter. Fifth position, Harrison Wedgbury has now dropped Keeney and Munro, and they're falling into the clutches of the man in eighth place, Chris Lullum. Munro goes for broke on the inside of Tom Keeney. Has she got the move done? We'll wait for him to come through the chicane. No, Keeney's shut the door. Now Lullum's going to make the move for Munro on the inside of Simon Sweet, and he's through. Beautiful overtake there from Chris Lullum. So Abby Munro has still got a lot to fight for in this one, up into P8. But it's Owen Byatt now into P2. And Ethan Hawkey has fought his way back into P3 past Johnny Edgar. So he's now back in position. Oliver Clark is still flying out in front. 40.93 he does now. 6.9 seconds clear of the rest. Oliver Clark is dominating. There's a great side-by-side -side battle between Lullum and Gini. Gini holds his line to the inside. Lullum tucks for the inside line for the exit of Hairpin 2. And Abby Munro's gone with him. Lullum's through. Munro's through. Brilliant pass from both of them. Gini slips back into eighth position with Harrison Wedgbury. Well gone. Dexter Patterson gets back on the circuit after his problems, but it's clear he's definitely got some issues with the cart. It definitely didn't sound well. He rejoins the circuit behind the 62 of Oliver Clark. So a uh, bit of an issue there. 
now. It looks as though West over the 26 has got some damage to the front nose cone of his car. So uh, the car of 26, Louis Westover, he's struggling around in ninth place with some difficulties. Shane Martin likewise. And uh, Dexter Patterson has rejoined six laps down. But as far as he's concerned, if they can get the car running again, he may as well get some testing in. That really does sound sick, doesn't it? Meanwhile, the battle for second place is still raging on. Owen Byatt, Ethan Hawkey and Johnny Edgar scrapping away for second. Oliver Clark is your race leader. 7.6 seconds clear of the rest of the field. Oh, and up the inside, Byatt's going to make the move for Hawkey. He runs wide. Edgar's gone through as well. So Hawkey second, Edgar third, Byatt down to fourth. Great scrapping between those three in the first hairpin. But Byatt is definitely the one who came off worse for wear. Hawkey's now second, Edgar third, Byatt fourth. Magnificent battle. And now Harrison Wedgbury is still on the pace. He's quickly chasing these three down. And so too are the drivers in sixth and seventh place. Chris Lullum in sixth and Abby Munro in seventh. So there's still plenty of time for those drivers to have a sniff of the podium. If these three keep scrapping and squabbling away, it could well be a different pair of drivers who's on that second and third place at the end of the race. So they still scrap for position. Great battle all the way through. Abby Munro tightens up, looking for an opportunity to close in on Chris Lallum and make the move. Edgar and Hawkey have got away from Byatt. And now John Edgar is trying to make his way through past Ethan Hawkey. Oliver Clark's gone past the clubhouse while the second base battle is heading up to Garda. He is a mile ahead. Through they come once again. And Johnny Edgar's got through. Edgar made the move into Garda, and he's got through in a P2. So Edgar's now second. 9.2 seconds behind Ollie Clark. Ethan Hawkey in third. Fourth position, Owen Byatt. And he's now catching both of them. Ethan Hawkey tries again. Up to the inside of Airpin 2. And Ethan Hawkey gets through. Tiptoes through the exit. And it looks as though they're going to be side by side again. And Ethan Hawkey shuts the door beautifully. There's no way Johnny Edgar's getting through there. Owen Byatt now tightens right onto the back bumper of Johnny Edgar and he's going to try and get the switch back. Oh, he's got a good run up to Garda. Byatt's going to get through in the third position. Has he made the move stick? Oh, yes, he has. Superb move there from Owen Byatt into Garda and into P3. So now Johnny Edgar's going to have to go back to the drawing board. What do I do now? Meanwhile, they're dropping further and further away from Oliver Clark. The Fortec driver is now 10.3 clear. He's on the run down to Simon Sweep, while the second place man, Ethan Hawkey, is heading through hairpin two. Absolutely superb from Oliver Clark. Dominant display, and he's still going faster. 40.9 seconds is his best lap, with 30 seconds on the clock. And I think that's second position done and dusted for Ethan Hawkey. And that will pay dividends later on in the season. So Oliver Clark comes through with two laps to go, and Oliver Clark is absolutely romping away. Hawkey still second. Byatt still third, Edgar still fourth. Blue flags wave for Shea Martin as Oliver Clark approaches him. Chris Lallum and Abby Munro are still battling away for sixth position behind Harrison Wedgbury in fifth. And Johnny Edgar and uh, Owen Byatt are still battling for third, but they better be careful because Harrison Wedgbury is charging after them. He may just get a podium here if these two continue to squabble in the final two laps. The time has run down to zero, so the next lap is the final lap. And again, Edgar closes up on Bayer. Is he going to go for the move into Garda? No, he's not quite close enough. But into the final lap goes Oliver Clark. 
Ethan Hawkins looking good for second. Third position is still anybody's guess. Owen Byatt and Johnny Edgar still scrapping away. And if they trip over each other, Harrison Wedgbury is there to pick up the pieces in P5. Here they come again. Owen Byatt defending valiantly. Johnny Edgar's going to try his best. Harrison Wedgbury's chasing them both down. He holds the inside line. Byatt through hairpin two. He's got to stop. Edgar coming through to the inside. Edgar is there trying to make the move stick. And he can't get there. He can't get through. Byatt holds his line. And Harrison Wedgbury is charging after both of them. He might get another place here. He's going to kamikaze after both of them as Oliver Clark takes the jacket flag. Oliver Clark wins it. Fantastic first win of the season for the FKS Junior Championship. Second place for Ethan Hawkey. Who's going to be third? It's as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Byatt! Byatt's going to be third position in front of Edgar, in front of Wedgbury. They come across the line together. Brilliant battle. Oliver Clark dominates in the first race in the FKS Juniors. Absolutely sensational. Hawkey is second place. Byatt is third from Edgar, Wedgbury, Lala, Munro, Keeney, Westover and Martin with Dexter Patterson a few laps down after some technical difficulties. Ladies and gentlemen, FKS Junior is launched for 2016 and what a sensational start to the year. It's going to be an epic battle between those drivers in FKS Junior. We move over to uh, Super FKS now for the uh, f first race of their season, but it's going to be an absolutely superb battle and I can really see some incredible racing to come. But uh, Super FKS could be just as unpredictable. I genuinely didn't expect to see Oliver Clark pull away and win by 10 seconds. I mean, he won by a fair bit. And I, I thought he might be a contender for the victory, but not by 10 seconds. Well, 12 seconds, in fact, he won by. Absolutely incredible from Oliver Clark. And what a way to start his season. But there is more where that came from, folks, because there's going to be a lot more action from the uh, Super FKS, the 15 to 18-year-olds. Don't forget that these guys are competing for the right to race in the single-seater championship Ford MSA Formula next year in a fully funded season campaign, as was won by Ross Martin last year. And now he's in the Toka Paddock in Ford MSA Formula with Fortec Motorsport. So that is the prize that is up for grabs. And as far as they, these drivers are concerned, 
they want it to be them. And there's plenty of drivers in contention for it. Dean McDonald, uh, Jack McCarthy. Uh, then, of course, you've got the likes of uh, Josh Smith is in that little gaggle of drivers. You've also got the bit of battling Bradley Liebenberg, who was really close in qualifying. Sean Rudge was impressive in the very dying minutes of qualifying. Uh, Jack Gordon could be a challenger. Max Stilp as well. It's going to be a really exciting season. And don't forget Sean Davidson as well, either. One of the battlers fighting for the pole position. There's a lot of drivers in contention for this class win. So we're hoping that we're going to get just as much action from the Super FKS as we've seen from the other classes. For those who were, were listening earlier on and were hoping to hear the finish of the uh, Formula Kart Stars Super Cadet, apologies for that. We actually lost the feed due to technical difficulties during the final lap, but Harry Thompson did hang on for the victory. Uh, Joe Taylor in second position. Third position went the way of Jack Davies in the 60. So a great battle, and there will be more of that later on. We're still live here at Buckmore Park for action from the Formula Kart Stars Championship. And uh, there are four classes here that we've witnessed already. The first winners of the 2016 season in uh, the cadets earlier on. It was Max Dodds. It was Harry Thompson in the super cadet. And we've just witnessed a dominant rights to flag victory for Oliver Clark in the uh, Formula Kart Stars Junior Championship. Now we go to Super FKS for the 15 to 18-year-olds on their IAMI X30 125cc uh, machines with... Uh, RLC electronic start water-cooled engines, centrifugal clutch, 27mm Tillotson HW27 carburetors. These are supremely quick, these machines. And this is the only class in Formula Kart Stars where you have to worry about tyre compounds. So that's going to be an interesting element to uh, keep an eye on as well as uh, Kaden McQueen comes up for a chat by the look of things. Uh, just before the start of uh, the next race, Caden, interesting start to the season in uh, Super Cadet. Looks like it's going to be a really tough year for everyone out there. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, big com competitors this year. Um, um, we had a bit of a struggle with the cart then. We have been today. Yesterday we were right. We got third quickest in some of them, slower. And then today's just gone down the drain. <laughs> okay, fair play. Well, hopefully there's going to be a chance for you to grab a podium later on. Yeah, um, I've never been to this track really, and I'm, I'm hoping to get this better. I think it will be um, a podium, but you have to see what happens. Okay, thanks, Caden. We've got a race about to get underway, so we'll uh, quickly uh, focus on that. And it's Jack McCarthy from the front of the grid with Dean McDonald, Sean Rudd, Sean Davidson, Bradley Liedenberg, Josh Smith, Max Stilp, Jack Gordon, Saul Robertson, and Daniel Dumini in the mix. And we are underway racing. Green flag flies, and it is time to race. Into Henry Spen for the first time. McCarthy has hit the front. First of all, Sean Rudge is up to P2, beating Dean McDonald off the line. Great start from Sean Rudge. What a miserable weekend he's had so far, but he finally gets it together in the qualifying session and pops it up for P3. Now he's into P2 behind 81 Jack McCarthy. So McCarthy leads, Rudge second, McDonald third, Davidson fourth from Leonberg and Max Still. Leonberg goes for the move. That's a feisty one as he goes for the inside of Sean Davidson and allows the Vortec of Max Stilp to get past both of them. So Stilp is now to P4. Absolutely incredible start to this race and very feisty indeed. But Jack McCarthy leads. Sean Rudge second, McDonald third from Stilp, Liebenberg, Smith, Robinson, Davidson, Dumini and Gordon. They battle away for position and up the inside. That's a great slingshot move from the 72. Saul Robinson finally gets out there and makes a move on Josh Smith and that's put him up a position. So a good overtake there. McCarthy, Rudge, McDonald, Stilp, Liebenberg, 
Robinson, Josh Smith, the 32 of Davidson, Dumini and Jack Gordon, the Abedonian, in 10th position. It's a great start to the season. And finally, we get to see some on-track action from Saul Robinson. A brilliant start to his race as he's already moved up to 7th, despite not a single lap set in qualifying. Let's not forget about that. Good work from Saul Robinson in the early stages. But it's really going well for Jack McCarthy. The fastest man on track right now, Max Stilp. He closes up on teammate Dean McDonald, and he's in P4. So Max Stilp, the fastest man on track. Jack McCarthy, the leader of the Fortec Brigade, is out in front. Rudge is second. Third position is now Max Stilp. Max, Max Stilp is flying through this field. At this rate, we could see a Fortec clean sweep. And what an amazing opportunity, and what an amazing result that would be on the team's debut in the championship. McCarthy leads. Still second, Rudge third, McDonald fourth. It's Fortec, Fortec, Sean Rudge and Fortec. As Sean Rudge is an independent. So a brilliant start to the season then for the Fortec brigade. And it's McCarthy who leads the way. Still in second. Third is Rudge. Fourth is McDonald. From Robinson up to fifth now. Robinson's made it up past Liebenberg. Brilliant run from Saul Robinson. Well, I think Saul's going to get out of the car a little bit later on and proclaim qualifying is for sissies because he's already moved his way up into P5. Absolutely spectacular driving from Saul Robinson. Not a single lap set in qualifying and he's now chasing down Dean McDonald. Well, the Fusion back racer is working very well indeed here in P5. Josh Smith has got past Liebenberg as well and so too is Sean Davidson. So I think Liebenberg's got a problem. Either that or he made a big mistake on that last lap. But the number 12 is down to 8th position. He was fighting for pole position earlier on. And uh, sadly now, Liebenberg down to 8th place. So it's McCarthy, Still, Rudge, McDonald, Robinson, Smith, Davidson, Liebenberg, Dumini and Gordon. Great battle as they make their way up. Damon Hill through to Garda and then drop down out of the right-hander through the quick left. Up Herbert Rise through the clubhouse. And it's a good run for McCarthy with Max Still bearing down on him quickly. Max Stilp is catching him. Wow! He's just done a 40.050, Max Stilp. And he's now only half a second behind McCarthy. He is reeling him in big style. He's after the big catch and he is clinging on for dear life. Max Stilp chasing down McCarthy in a fantastic battle between the four tech carts. Here he comes. Max Stilp getting on with this now. Sean Rudge in third. Fourth place for Dean McDonald. Look at Saul Robinson charging after Dean McDonald. He is running very well indeed. Liebenberg and Dumini still trying to hold off the Abedonian Jack Gordon. But right on the tail of the leader now is Max Stilp. He's been so quiet all weekend. And now Max Stilp has come alive. Right on the back of Jack McCarthy chasing him down on lap eight of this race. We're at the halfway point. Five minutes to go. And Jack McCarthy is really going to struggle to keep Max Stilp back in the form Max is currently in. Sean Rudge is third. Dean McDonald is still fourth, trying to close him down. Saul Robinson is right on his tail now. Josh Smith is still there in fifth, uh, sixth position in front of Davidson, Liebenberg and Dumini, the two South Africans. And in tenth position, Jack Gordon. But it looks to me as though McCarthy is really going to struggle to keep Max Stilp at bay here. Liebenberg still hanging on in front of Dumini and Jack Gordon. I've been really impressed so far with the South African contingent. Liebenberg and Dumini have worked very hard so far and they've battled their corner. It's not been easy when they've been up against the best of what Britain has to offer on their home turf. And they're doing okay at the moment. Liebenberg still running well. 
Robinson has caught right up to McDonald. He's now practically nudging his bumper on the way through Sime Sweep and Paddock. Uh, through Pullman's into Paddock. Is he going to go for it? Yes, he's going to make the move. Saul Robinson is going to make it move for fourth position on Dean McDonald, and he's got him. Saul Robinson is flying here. I genuinely am lost for words. Saul Robinson up to P4 without a single lap in qualifying. Robinson had to start this race from the back, and he has forced his way up to P4. What an absolute renegade. And now Stilper's got the lead. Stilper's got past McCarthy. He's caught him up and he's battling. The two Vortex are now scrapping away. I never thought I'd say that when talking about karting, but that's exactly what's happening. Stilper's got past McCarthy and McCarthy can't respond yet. Max Stilper's through into the lead. McCarthy second. Third place is Rudge. Fourth is now Robinson in front of Dean McDonald and Josh Smith. Davidson seventh. Liebenberg eighth. Dumini ninth and Gordon tenth. What an absolutely magnificent race this is turning out to be. McCarthy chases down Max Stilp again. Three minutes on the clock. How do you pick a winner out of these two now? Stilp and McCarthy scrapping away for the victory in the Vortex. Through Pullmans, up Damon Hill. McCarthy doesn't pounce into Garda yet. He's got to wait and pick his moment. Through the left-hand flick, up Herbert Rise. Through the clubhouse bend. And back onto the Sisley straight. So close between these two. Really working hard. Jack McCarthy is not going to pounce yet on Max Stilp. Two minutes 24 on the... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Clock, there's still a few laps to reel off. 40-second laps, don't forget. And the fastest man on the track is Max Stilp on a 40-0-5-0. So is this going to happen for Max Stilp, or is Jack McCarthy going to push him to the ragged edge? And don't forget, these guys are on different compounds of tyre. So if Max Stilp has gone for the option while Jack McCarthy's gone for the prime, he's going to buy himself some points in the championship fight. And that could be what's happening here, because they do have different compounds they can choose magnificent battles in the Super FKS Championship. Oh, and that was the 32. John Davidson taking the clubhouse, Ben. 
very tight indeed, clips the barrier and goes two wheels airborne. Somehow he manages to land the cart without losing too much, but Bradley Liebenberg is now set to pounce. The South African is right on his, teeth, right on his tail now. And meanwhile, Sean Robinson is caught right up to Sean Rudge. I'm well impressed with Sean Rudge and Saul Robinson. We barely saw any of them in qualifying, and they are now third and fourth. This is incredible. Sean Rudge has not sat in the cart since Glanigors last year, and he's now right up in P3. Saul Robinson hasn't been out on track today until this race, and he started from the back. He's now in P4, right on the back of Sean Rudge. Talk about talented drivers. These two, Sean Rudge and Saul Robinson, are absolutely electric right now. This is already some of the best kart racing I've seen in 2016. And considering I've seen a full weekend package of Easy Kart and Super 1 coming into this weekend, that's saying quite a lot. Here we go. Saul Robinson's going to try and make the move for third position into Garda. Is Saul Robinson going to get Sean Rudge? Yes! Yes, he's through! Into third place goes Saul Robinson. Magic drive from Robinson. How is he doing this? With no qualifying times at all earlier on. He is up in a P3 now in front of Sean Rudge. Fifth position still McDonald. Sixth place still Josh Smith. That season of Ford MSA Formula last year has definitely not made Josh Smith rusty. He's right in the mix still. But we're on the penultimate lap and Max Stilp has got to try and keep Jack McCarthy at bay. But he's doing it. He's got about four cart lengths between himself and Jack McCarthy. Max Stilp is looking likely to take the first race victory of the 2016 season. Through Clubhouse one more time. And we're into the final lap. Max Stilp out in front of Jack McCarthy then by half a second. And all he has to do is keep it together. Saul Robinson and Sean Rudge are third and fourth. And I have to say, Saul Robinson has well and truly taken my breath away. Absolutely spectacular driving from Saul Robinson. He was at the back of the field. He didn't set a single lap time in qualifying. And look what he's done with it. Third position for Saul Robinson. Absolutely mighty. So as they come out of Garda for the last time, through the left flick and up Herbert Rise, it's going to be Max Stilp who takes the first win of Super FKS in 2016. The checkered flag flies and it's Max Stilp who wins the first race of the year in Super FKS. Jack McCarthy second. Saul Robinson a superb third in front of Sean Rudge in a mighty fourth position. Dean McDonald is fifth. Josh Smith is in sixth position. Bradley Liebenberg has just beaten Sean Davidson to seventh place. Great work from Liebenberg there to pip Davidson at the line. Jack Gordon gets ninth after pipping Daniel Dumini in the last couple of laps of the race. And that is what we can expect from Super FKS all season long. That is absolutely monstrous racing. Absolutely fantastic. It's been a truly magnificent start to the season. In all four classes, they have entertained us royally. And I think only Butmore Park really could have served up that amount of drama and action for the first four races straight off the bat. But these drivers have really risen to the occasion. They are some of the best in the country. And they have put in an absolutely magnificent show. And that was only the first heat, ladies and gentlemen. There's still two more of those. And then the final to come. So an absolutely fantastic start to the season. Wow. Genuinely, I'm lost for breath and lost for words there. Great start to the season in all four classes. So your first winners of the 2016 season then in the FKS Cadets. It was a victory for...
I've got to think back to the cadets now. How on earth did that work out? It was Max Dodds who got the victory there, of course, in uh, uh, what ended up being dominant fashion. Harry Thompson just managing to pip Joe Taylor and uh, the 60 of Jack Davies to the line. A victory in the junior class at a canter for Oliver Clark, stretching that advantage out in front of Ethan Hawkey and Owen Byatt. And uh, an absolute, oh, sorry, Johnny Edgar in third position in the end. My apologies. <laughs> Such a close battle between those three. But Ethan Hawkey managing to grab second position behind the winner, Oliver Clark. And Max Stilp grabbing the first win in front of Jack McCarthy and the absolutely incredible comeback drive of Saul Robinson. I genuinely wasn't expecting to see his name on the podium at the end of the first race, but he has well and truly delivered in fine style. There's going to be a bit of a pause in proceedings now before the second and third heats, which are later on today, I hear. I think we're going for our lunch break now. No, no, it's just a short pause. My apologies. So uh, we'll uh, allow the uh, grids to reform in the uh, FKS cadet class. It's going to be a few minutes or so. So we'll take that as an opportunity to uh, play a little bit of music, keep everybody feeling upbeat and energized. And uh, when we come back, there's going to be a lot more action still to come. How does Nickelback sound to you? It'll do for now, won't it? A little bit of Nickelback when we stand together. Keep your tweets and your messages coming in. On Twitter, it's at Downforce Radio. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Downforce Radio. Keep those messages coming in. More racing in just a few minutes.
How about that? Incredible stuff there from Nickelback. Thank you, guys. Uh, when we, <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> that is how exhausted I am after just four heats. Brilliant racing, and uh, it's already worn me out, practically. When we stand together there from Nickelback, as uh, we continue on with uh, some great race action, the second heats are coming up very, very quickly indeed, and we're going to try and get all of those races in the can, uh, ready for some more action later on. But it's going to be very, very close indeed as the drivers continue to uh, file their way around the race circuit. But they are now making their way out on track once again for more great race action. And who better to lead off the field than the man who won the first race earlier on? Max Dodds in front of the 60 of Freddie Spindlow. So it is Max Dodds who leads them out. Freddie Spindlow in second position. Then, of course, it is the man who was so strong in the earlier race, Alfie Baxter-Davies, who will line up in third position. And in fourth place, it will be Akil... Oh, well, it looks as though the 14 has come out quite early on. Akil Alibai. But the drivers now filing their way around the circuit, ready for another start. And it is going to be a tough one, this one. Once again, the cadets have got to put on a good show, and they know they're likely to. So they filter their way around and they're going to file up in position once again. Akil Alibi in uh, P5 on the grid. So let's see how these guys get underway once again. It's going to be really tight, really tense and really tough. But Max Dodds is going to head out in position. Freddie Spindlow in second off the grid. And is Freddie Spindlow going to be able to put one over on the runner-up of last year's championship? Max Dodds and Freddie Spindlow from the front row of the starting grid. They're coming round at the end of their yellow flag lap. We'll find out shortly. They're now tucked into position. The revs rise. Hold it, champs. Is this going to be green flag this time? Bye. Oh, yes, it is. We're racing. And Max Dodds gets the early lead in the inside line. Freddie Spindlow holds second place round to the outside. And it's going to be a very strong challenge from third position man, Alfie Baxter-Davies, as they come through. Is he going to take that third position? No, he doesn't quite get there because Freddie Spindlow holds his line to the inside and remains in second position. Meanwhile, up to third as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Position that looks like Craig Morgan, I think, has come through. Good start from Craig Morgan. He's now through. No, they are going to restart it. My apologies. I think it was declared as a false start. So they've declared it a false start. So they're going to form up in position once again. They have to make sure they're obviously very fair in position. They can't jump the start. They have to be in exactly the right place on the racetrack. And they have to go exactly when they're instructed to. So it's a neat and tidy start we're looking for. And for the second time of asking, the cadets have to have a second go of it. 
So they come up Herbert Rise once again. And it's Max Dodds from Freddie Spinlow. Alfie Baxter Davies, Craig Morgan, Aiden Neat, Leon Henderson, Harley Keeble, Akil Alibi, Harvey Ryby and Finley Scott all battling away for the victory. Past the clubhouse once more. Wait for it, gentlemen. The lights are on and they're out. We're racing. This time we are well underway. Max Dodds gets the move into the first corner. And who's that through to second? I think that's Alfie Baxter-Davies who's come through in a P2. Freddie Spinlow down to third position. Up the inside comes Aidan Neat. He jostles with Akil Alibi. And he's through. Here comes Alfie Baxter-Davies to try and take on Max Dodds for the lead. He hasn't quite managed that one, though. So he has to tuck back in his P2. So Max Dodds leads. Alfie Baxter-Davies second. Freddie Spinlow third. Then it is Neat from Alibi. Harley Keeble has dropped right the way back down the order with Craig Morgan in the 59. I think they've had a bit of a tussle somewhere and lost a lot of ground. So things haven't quite gone their way, I'm afraid to say. But let's see what else can develop as the race goes on. Through the left-hander at the clubhouse bend. And it's Freddie Spinlow through in a second place now. He's got back past Alfie Baxter-Davies and they're scrapping away, but already a second down on Max Dodds. So already things have... Uh, Tally, uh, Sally Forth not in the way they would have liked so uh, there's a little bit more homework to do but out in front Max Dodds is the leader Spinlow second Baxter Davies third Aidan Neat is fourth Akil Alibi is there in fifth position Leon Henderson's doing well up in P6 he looks pretty feisty in the 76 here comes up Baxter Davies tries to make a move on Spinlow into the sign sweep that's very brave he hasn't managed that one though so still plenty to do, still more racing to come. And Max Dodds holds that advantage out in front in the cadets. He's looking okay out in the lead right now. Leading comfortably, Freddie Spinlow second. Alfie Baxter-Davies tries again. Aidan Neat is closing in on them both though. So he might not have it all his own way. He's going to really have to work at this. And he is pushing hard to try and make the advantage count. Up to the inside, Aidan Neat is working hard in P4 to try and move up the inside of Alfie Baxter-Davies. Now, is he going to make this work? Through the left, through the right, into the S's. And the 60 of Freddie Spinlow still hanging on to second place. Alfie Baxter-Davies in third. Fourth position for Aidan Neat as the fans are roaring on the uh, grandstand on the way into Syme Sweet. It's a pretty packed grandstand today. Lots of fans turning up for this one. It's a great start to the season and it's a great venue with great weather. Through the left-hander. Goes Max Dodds. Flying past. Spinlow. Baxter Davies. Then it's Neat. Alibi. Henderson. Ryby. Keeble, Morgan and Scott. Scott still struggling a little bit at the back there. I think he must have had a problem in the first lap or so. He's having to fight his way back to recover. While Keeble and Morgan are scrapping away over eighth place now. Aidan Neat right in behind Alfie Baxter-Davies this time. He's really seemed to have found a bit more of a gear and uh, he's making up the deficit. So I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more action from this boy. Now, here is Harley Keeble battling away with Craig Morgan for eighth position as they go through the Syme Suite into Pullman and out through Paddock. It's going to be an interesting squabble between those two and I have a feeling that's going to go on for a while as well. But uh, there's more battles to come. Max Dodds, though, getting clear. Freddie Spinlow has dropped Alfie Baxter-Davies. And Aidan Neat is stepping up to the attack. So Aidan Neat might just have an opportunity here. The son of the BTCC star might just have an opportunity to go for third position here. Down to the breaking zone, into the right-hander. Tucks in for airpin one. Now he's going to go for the apex of airpin two. He doesn't go for his teammate just yet. They are in the same team, but there's definitely no team orders in karting. Max Dodds, Spindlow, 
Baxter Davies, neat. Akil Alibi, the South African. Again, very impressive young driver. And Akil Alibi's got on with things very quickly. Now Aidan Neat's got an opportunity to go for Alfie Baxter-Davies up to Garda. I think he made a move to the inside line. Has he got through this time? No, not quite yet. He waits for his moment. But he better get on with it because Akil Alibi is chasing him down. And he's already had a race-long battle with him once today. He doesn't want to do it too many times. So the battle continues. He's still getting on with this pretty rapidly. Is he going to be able to make good use of this? It's going to be tough, that is for certain. So, are we going to see more of a squabble for third position this time as Freddie Spindlow sets a new fastest lap? He's chasing down Max Dodds as much as he can. Eight tenths of a second is the gap, and Freddie Spindlow is still pushing hard. He knows he's going to have to work hard to get past Max Dodds, winner of the first race of the season, and he won't have it all his own way. He knows that too, so he's going to have to really wrestle with it. But Max Dodds out in front. Freddie Spindlow still chasing him down. Aidan Neat still hanging tight to Alfie Baxter-Davies. Another new fastest lap from Freddie Spindlow. 47.350. And he takes two tenths of a second out of Max Dodds' lead. I'm loving watching Freddie Spindlow. This is a kid worth keeping an eye on. He is very feisty and very determined. He's a confident young lad as well. Spoke to him before the day got underway. And he, just knew, he knew he just wanted to get on with it and see what happened. Give it his best shot. His best shot is definitely good enough at the moment. Number 60, Freddie Spinlow, right on the tail of Max Dodds and pushing hard. Trying to close up into Garda. So out of Garda and down the stretch to Herbert Rice. And Max Dodds is being reeled in by Freddie Spinlow. He might have a chance to go for the win here. I think Freddie Spinlow's got a good opportunity here. He's taken another two-tenths of a second out of his lead with another new fastest lap. 47.27, the gap down to four-tenths of a second now. And Max Dodds no longer has things his own way. He's got Freddie Spindlow breathing down his neck with four minutes to go. This is going to be close. Freddie Spindlow still just taking his time. He doesn't need to rush this. He's still got four minutes on the clock. And it's a 47-second lap in cadets. And he is pushing hard. So he just needs to take it nice and easy. Meanwhile, Aidan Neat has got through into third position. He's made the move on Alfie Baxter-Davies, and that has dropped the uh, 57, oh, sorry, the 31, into the path of Akil Alibai. So Alibai may be losing ground now because he's got Alfie Baxter right in front of him trying to make an advantage up. It's going to be difficult, that is for certain. But he's really going to be working himself hard here. Freddie Spindlow, the gap is down to one-tenth of a second now with another new fastest lap. 47.25 now from Spindlow. Surely now, Max Dodds is not going to have this opportunity to hold the lead for long with the, the speed and the pace that Freddie Spindlow has got. He's so strong through the same sweep and Pullmans is Freddie Spindlow. That's where he's making up a lot of his time on the back of your race leader, Max Dodds. Has he got the killer instinct to go for the lead now? He's got a good run. Up Herbert Rice. Through Clubhouse, he's really coming on strong. Freddie Spindlow might have an opportunity here to go for the lead. Is he going to go to the inside line? He's through. Freddie Spindlow takes the lead. Magnificent. Freddie Spindlow in the Mark Baines Motorsport Machine. The number 60 hits the front for the first time in 2016. And now here comes Max Dodds again. Calm down. Don't worry about it. He made a very feisty move. And now he has to sit back in position behind Max Dodds. But now he's got the number two rattled. 
Freddie Spinlow has shown his cards now to Max Dodds. And Max Dodds had to slam on the brakes at a hairpin two to get the card slowed down. Now he's going to make the move into Garda. Freddie Spinlow tries again. Is he going to get the move this time? Yes! Freddie Spinlow is in the lead. And this time he's going to hold it through Clubhouse Bend. Max Dodds is right with him. This is going to be a great battle all the way to the death in this one. Are we going to see... Max Dodds get the lead back again this time. No, Spinlow holds the advantage. Spinlow's going to cover that inside line. He's not going to let Max Dodds go through. Great defensive work from Freddie Spinlow. I think we've got ourselves a superstar in the making here. Max Dodds was the runner-up last year. He's the favourite to win this title. But Freddie Spinlow has come in like a whirling dervish and shown everybody, do you know what? This is my time. This is my moment. Up Damon Hill. Up to Garda, the right-hander, the toughest corner in karting. Elevation change mid-crest. And somehow they get through A-OK. -okay. Max Dodds still right on the bumper of Freddie Spindlow. And now it's advantage Dodds. Because with a minute to go, Dodds is only nine hundredths of a second behind his rival. And Freddie Spindlow is going to try and hold on to this advantage. Into hairpin one. No move made yet. Freddie Spindlow defends to the inside line again. You're not going to get through there, Max. Try something else. Great battle for Spindlow, holding on to the lead in his second race in the FKS. Is the Mark Baines Motorsport team about to get its first win in Formula Card Stars? Through the left, up to Pullmans, into Paddock, up Damon Hill. Is Max going to try into Garda? No, not yet. Hold your line, Max. You never know. You might just get an opportunity. He's going to try again. Freddie Spindlow defends, up Herbert Rice, through Clubhouse Ben. And there's 30 seconds to go. So they're going to have two laps left. This is the penultimate lap. This is the moment for Max Dodds, really. He needs to get on with it now or never. And Freddie Spinlow still defends just a little bit towards hairpin one. Tighter line to the hairpin. Yes, he's not going to let Max go through. Max is going to slam on the brakes and get through anyway. Brilliant move from Max Dodds. He takes the lead back on Freddie Spinlow. But Spindlow is not done yet. He's going to try to side sweep to get up the inside. Oh, what a move. What a move from Freddie Spindlow. That takes some stones for a man of his age to go for the inside line at side sweep. And he gets through. That is a superb overtaking move. And Spindlow takes the lead back through Clubhouse for the penultimate time. One lap to go. This is going to be a battle royale and a half into the last lap. Dodds is right on the back of Spinlow. Who's going to get this to hairpin one? Spinlow defends valiantly. Dodds goes for broke on the inside of hairpin one and gets through. Spinlow's going to try again. Now Dodds defends on the second hairpin. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spindlow's going to try and come back from a long way. I think Dodds has played him well here. Spindlow's going to have the... Uh, Spindlow's not going to have this one. Dodds has played him perfectly. Dodds is going to get the victory. Spindlow's got incredible determination. He might have one more chance into Garda, though. He's too far back, surely. I don't think he's going to be able to try that again. Meanwhile, Alfie backs the Davies, goes for Aiden Neat into Garda the last time. Spindlow's going to throw everything at it. Is he going to have one last go? It's going to be close. Spindlow's going to try it. Who's going to get the victory? It's Max Dodds by .09. Oh my word, what a fight in the cadets. That is one of the best cadet races I have seen for a long, long time. And Freddie Spindlow's kicking himself. I wouldn't, young man. You have shown everybody here what you are made of. What an absolute warrior. Taking it to Max Dodds, the highest rated driver in this category. Max Dodds ran away with the last race. Not this time. He had to pull his very best to beat Freddie Spindlow in a fair fight. Alfie Baxter-Davies gets third in the end on Aiden Neat. Uh, fifth is Akil Alibi. Sixth is Morgan from Harley Keeble. Leon Henderson and Harvey Ryby with Finley Scott in P10. Absolutely astonishing race. Max Dodds really had to pull out his best to beat Freddie Spindlow. And he'll be kicking himself with that, Freddie. But I don't think he's got anything to worry about. He has shown he definitely has what it takes to be a champion in this category amazing work from Freddie Spindlow that is a boy we need to keep an eye on this is the championship of course where Formula 1 drivers are born and developed Freddie Spindlow, that's the name you need to keep an eye on so, great work there from Freddie but is there more to come from the next two classes? I would hazard a guess to say yes there is because there's a lot more energy in these guys coming up so we'll have to uh, push our way through these races pretty quick. The lunch break is not too far away. And we still have two great races in offing for the FKS Junior and Super FKS classes. It's going to be a really interesting battle to see how these two classes fare over the next few minutes. And then once we get to the end of these two heats, we will take a lunch break. And that is the point when we will uh, continue with uh, more racing later on. It's going to be a really interesting battle, this one. All the way through, we've had entertaining racing. And we're going to have it again in, this, uh, next coming, in these next coming races because there's plenty more drama and action where that came from. The drivers making their way out onto the track now for the next of the FKS Junior races. And that really was a dominant form, a battle royale tour de force for Oliver Clark. Is he going to be able to do it again? That is the big question. I'm not so sure he's going to have it so easy. He didn't exactly have it easy last time, but he's going to make it a very entertaining one. Now, hang on a second. The cart's coming out now. Yep, that is the uh, Super Cadets class now. Why did I say junior? Sorry, my, my fault. I'm getting worn out here. It's the qu good quality of the racing. That's what's doing it. So, Super Cadets now. Harry Thompson, Joe Taylor and Jack Davies at the front from Tom Edgar and Zach O'Sullivan. 
Sam Shaw, Archie Mace, Caden McQueen and George Evans will be leading the chase. But I genuinely couldn't pick a winner from this one either. Harry Thompson was so close to losing the victory last time. We will try and stay with this one this time. We had some technical difficulties in the first race. But we will try and stay with this one this time. It's been a very, very tough race for the uh, Super Cadets. The uh, competition has been very tight and uh, incredibly close. So we'll have to see how things play out. It will be tough. It will be close. And it will certainly be a great one to watch. Here they come once again up Herbert Rise. And as the racing gets underway, Thompson, Taylor, Davies and Edgar go to battle. And we are racing. Good start through the first couple of corners. Thompson and uh, Taylor are going to have this one very close as they come through, but it looks as though Thompson has held the advantage to the inside line. Taylor's gone with him, and it looks as though up into third position, a great start from Tom Edgar. Tom Edgar in the third of the fusion carts has made a great battle of the way through as well. So uh, good work from him as he forces his way through. Looks as though they've had uh, a false start there, so they're going to restart once again. It looks as though the tensions are beginning to rise here because uh, we're getting a couple of false starts in now. But it's looking very, very tasty for the race for the race battle ahead. I can see quite a few dramas playing out over the course of today as the drivers come once again to battle their way further forward. Down the hill, what can Jack Davies do to overhaul Harry Thompson? Is he going to be able to do it this time? Joseph Taylor's right on his tail. Sam Shaw's in there as well. Tom Edgar right with the field as well. Let's see if this works out for the better. Are we going to go green this time? Yes, we do. And it's racing once again. No, we're not. No, I don't think so. I think it's another false start. Well, the time, no, the timing has now started. So that was a bit of a confusing one. The timing screen didn't start counting down. So we weren't sure if that was a legal start or not. But no, it has started. So we are underway. And that is a clean start. And it's Thompson who leads in the early stages. Second place for Joseph Taylor. Third for Jack Davies. <clears throat> no, not third for Jack Davies. Davies is way down. Jack Davies is way down into about sixth position, I think. So Jack Davies has dropped right the way from the front row to sixth place. Tom Edgar has come through, though. So Thompson is leading. Taylor second. Edgar's through to third. And fourth place. That is the seven of Zach O'Sullivan. So it's Fusion 1, Fusion 2, Fusion 3, Fusion 4. Absolute dominance at the moment. Jack Davies is in fifth. Caden McQueen is back up into sixth position now. Seventh place is Archie Mace in front of Sam Shaw and George Evans. So they're continuing to battle away. But Harry Thompson and Joseph Taylor working very hard in the front end of the field. Can Taylor get one over on Harry Thompson this time? Because Thompson was really strong in the first race. But Joseph Taylor's already starting to get the battle joined here. Tom Edgar's trying to close up with that vivid Monster Energy helmet of his. Up Damon Hill and through to Garda. This is going to be a really interesting scrap between these two. Thompson and Taylor, both very well established in the Fusion squad as champions in their own right. Joe Taylor is a regular race winner. Harry Thompson is a regular race winner. They were both incredible drivers last year. Joe Taylor taking the championship victory in last year's FKS Cadet Championship. Now moving up to Super Cadet, he'll want to put one over on the runner-up in Cadets yesterday, uh, yesterday, last year, I mean, uh, Harry Thompson. So down through the Syme sweep, through the left at Pullman's and into Paddock. Joseph Taylor right on the back of Harry Thompson, still pushing for all he's worth, still trying to make that lead his. 
and it isn't going to be easy to get there. He knows that, and so too does Joe. Uh, so too does Harry Thompson. Third position working well for the 15 there. Tom Edgar as he holds the line in front of Zach O'Sullivan. The fastest man on the track, though, that's Jack Davies on a 45-490 in fifth position. Joe Taylor still trying to make the move into hairpin one. Hasn't quite decided to go for it yet. Thompson, Joe Taylor, Edgar, O'Sullivan, Davies, McQueen, Mace, Shaw, and Evans is the order. But it looks as though George Evans hasn't gone further than the first lap. I think the number 12 is out of the race, unfortunately. So Joe Taylor right on the tail of Harry Thompson. When is that overtaking move going to come? It doesn't seem to be at the moment. It's two by two hurrah at the moment in this race because first and second, Thompson and Taylor are together. Third and fourth, Edgar and O'Sullivan are together. Fifth and sixth, Davies and McQueen are together. And then it's uh, Archie Mace and Sam Shaw a little way further back. But Zach O'Sullivan has made the move on Tom Edgar for third place. He's now through in a P3. So he's timed that one to perfection. Joe Taylor's getting closer to Harry Thompson through hairpin one. And Joseph Taylor with the fastest lap of the race too. A 45-290 as they come through the S's. We'll look again. Have they managed to swap positions? No. Thompson still holds the line. Through Simon Sweet. Through Pullmans. Up and over the curb. And into Paddock. And Thompson still leads the way with Taylor in second position. Third is now O'Sullivan in front of Tom Edgar. So it's Fusion 1-2-3-4 at the moment. Fifth position, Jack Davies. And uh, sixth position for Caden McQueen, trying to hang 10 with these three up in front of him. It's very, very difficult to run in the train, but he's still giving it everything. Thompson, your leader, by 0 0.09 of a second. They are bumper to bumper as they go into hairpin one. And up the inside goes Davies for fourth. Good move. He's got past Tom Edgar. So Jack Davies is now into P4. This is going very well indeed for Jack. He's got a very good run on his hands this weekend here at Butmore Park. He looks calm. He looks comfortable. And he has the knowledge of this circuit to count in his favour. So Jack Davies doing a great job. A big wobble there in third position for Zach O'Sullivan. And that's going to put Jack Davies right on his tail. And indeed it does. So Thompson and Taylor still scrapping away for position. Thompson in front. Taylor in second. O'Sullivan, Davies, Edgar and McQueen. That's the order right now. Mason Shaw still there in seventh and eighth position. But they're a little way back. So what's going to happen next? Thompson still holding the line in front of Taylor. Taylor hasn't gone for the overtake yet. It's a bit early in the race for him to do that, but to be fair, we're only just coming up to half distance. Five minutes to go in this race. Ten-minute heats, don't forget, before the 15-minute final later on. And Thompson leads Taylor by a cart length. That's it. There's nothing else in it. Davies is through into third, though. Jack Davies has got past Zach O'Sullivan, and he's through into third position. The Butmore Park local boy really is using his knowledge of the circuit to good use and into third position he goes, chasing down the Fusion boys. So it's Fusion, Fusion, Butmore Park. Fusion, Fusion at the moment. Through they go, past the, past the clubhouse once again. And Thompson leads from Taylor, Davies, O'Sullivan, Edgar, McQueen, Mace, Shaw, and uh, George Evans a retirement after only just one lap. Great battle still as they continue on. Thompson, your leader. Taylor in second position. No major changes for the battle at the moment. And Thompson still out in front. He's pulled out to two cart lengths over Taylor. Meanwhile, O'Sullivan is giving Jack Davies a bit of a hard time. Through Simon Sweet, through Pullman's and into Paddock. He's not close enough to make the overtake. Taylor's not close enough to get past Thompson yet. Excuse me, Thompson yet either into Garda. So Harry Thompson holds the lead. Taylor still there in second. Two cart lengths back. Davies, O'Sullivan, fifth position Edgar, sixth position McQueen. 
Not a bad run so far from them. Archie Mason, Sam Shaw are closing up on this battle as well. The entire field covered by 4.6 seconds. Really good run so far here at Butmore Park between the cadets. Thompson out in front. Taylor second. Davies third. And is Davies going to be able to haul these guys in? Well, based on his current lap times, he could well do just that. Taylor's closed back up to Harry Thompson, though, despite the fact that Thompson has set his personal best at 45.090. Fastest lap of the race, Jack Davies. 45 dead. And O'Sullivan is now right on the back of Jack Davies, trying to get that third position back again. Joseph Taylor's caught right up to Harry Thompson. There's nothing between them now. Three minutes, 20 to go. Harry Thompson fended off the field valiantly last time. Can he make it two wins out of two? It's going to be close. He's really going to have to work this one hard. Taylor's not going for the move yet. Third place still Jack Davies. Fourth position, Zach O'Sullivan. Edgar in fifth. McQueen in sixth. Mace in seventh. Shaw is eighth. And all the way through those first couple of corners and through the hairpins, Thompson has held a very comfortable line. He doesn't need to defend just yet. Joe Taylor, right on his tail, but he knows that Joe won't go for the move just yet. Although, Harry Thompson runs wide. Joe Taylor's going to make the move for the Garda. This is going to be the move for the lead that Joseph Taylor's been waiting for. He's through. Joseph Taylor takes the lead. Harry Thompson in second place. He looks back to see how far everybody else is behind, and he's gone for it. So Harry Thompson has lost the lead temporarily. But he's only 0.07 of a second behind Joe Taylor. I think he's going to line him up for hairpin one. He's going to try again, is he? No, Taylor holds the advantage. But now the pendulum swings actually back into Thompson's favor because he's now the man chasing rather than catching. So this could actually play into his hands. He's going to have to try very hard indeed to get this one won. But it might be exactly what he's looking for in terms of an upper hand. Brilliant stuff between the super cadets here. And that's Thompson in front again. Thompson has got back through. Now, I didn't see where Harry Thompson took back the lead, but he has got through. Probably into the second hairpin. But Harry Thompson has got back into the lead through the clubhouse bend. And with two minutes to go, it's Thompson leading. Taylor second. Magnificent work so far. As Thompson leads, Taylor in second. 0.07 is the gap between them two. Taylor's not going to go for the move just yet. Jack Davies has got O'Sullivan and Edgar swarming all over him. Archie Mason, Katie McQueen just can't keep up at the moment with those top five. Sam Shaw is there or thereabouts, about a second behind them. Here comes Joe Taylor again. He's got the thirst for victory. He wants it. Now is the time to start aggressive attacking. Through Paddock Bend and up Damon Hill. He isn't quite close enough attacking to Garda this time. Just over a minute on the clock. So I reckon that's going to be, what, three laps to go, probably. Thompson holds on. Joseph Taylor in second. Both of them have driven well. Both of them have defended valiantly. Both of them have made mistakes. Both of them have taken the upper hand. Try and separate them at the moment. It's practically impossible. The only way to separate them at the moment is on lap times. Harry Thompson's best is a 45.07. Joe Taylor's 45.00. Seven hundredths of a second between them in terms of lap time. There is nothing to choose between them. Through the right, through the left at Pullman's and down to Paddock Bend. And Joseph Taylor's gone for it very late. Thompson runs wide. And somehow he holds on to the lead. That was a brave attempt from Joe Taylor. But I think that might just have given the upper hand to Harry Thompson. Thompson's still leading. Joe Taylor's going for it. 20 seconds to go as they cross the line. Well, 15 as they cross the line. So that means that we've got a penultimate lap in the offing.
So now this is the penultimate lap and Joe Taylor is going to be throwing everything he can at Harry Thompson. Davies, O'Sullivan and Edgar are battling away for the final podium position. Archie Mason, Kane and McQueen still scrapping away. And I think Taylor's gone for the move on Thompson. Has he gone through? Has they come through the chicane? Is that Taylor in front? Not yet, but he is going after it. Through Simon Sweep, the right-hander. Through Pullman's the left-hander. And is Taylor going to try again? No, Thompson's going to cover to the inside. And that's going to give Taylor a great run. He guards at Garda. Thompson holds the inside line. Joseph Taylor's trying everything. And that's going to back them into the three-way scrap for third position. This could be a five-way fight for victory at this rate. One lap to go. Last lap. Here we go. All or nothing. Harry Thompson leads still through the first two bends. Here comes Joe Taylor, though. Harry Thompson defending valiantly. And now it is a five-way scrap because Davies, O'Sullivan, and Edgar are in the mix. They're all going to battle for the victory. Magnificent stuff. Is Thompson going to hold this? There's a little bit of a tussle through the hairpin. Who's going to come out of it in first position? It's Skittles as they go into the left-hander. Who's leading? It's still Thompson. Taylor still holds it. O'Sullivan's come up to third. Davies is down to fifth position behind Edgar, who goes again. Edgar tries for third position on the inside of O'Sullivan, and he drops back. Davies is through the fourth position and Joe Taylor is not going to be close enough to go for Thompson at Garda through the bottom of the hill up over Rice he's going to try through the clubhouse bend it's too late Harry Thompson takes the victory Thompson wins it by 0.1 of a second Thompson gets two wins out of two magic absolutely brilliant racing from Harry Thompson he had all the pressure in the world to give it all up and he did not crack great work from Harry Thompson two out of two so far Second place for Joe Taylor, third for O'Sullivan, fourth for Jack Davies, fourth his way back, Tom Edgar in fifth, Archie Mason sixth, Katie McQueen is seventh, and Sam Shaw is eighth, with George Evans out of the race on the second lap. What a sensational race again. And Harry Thompson, you really do start to run out of superlatives for this young man. He is absolutely unstoppable at the moment, and he's doing everything he can to make this race and this championship his own. Absolutely brilliant. A great weekend so far for Harry Thompson. He takes the maximum. Two wins out of two. And uh, that means we've now got uh, even more where that came from. So both he and Max Dodds have got two wins out of two for Fusion. Now, is there going to be two wins out of two for the Fortech boys uh, later on this afternoon? With the Well, in a couple of minutes' time, I should say, with Oliver Clark leading the charge in FKS Junior for Fortech. And then uh, the FKS Senior, uh, Super FKS are even for Jack McCarthy looking for two wins out of two. It's going to be really tight and really difficult to predict as well. Oh dear, oh dear, this karting really does get tiring, doesn't it? <laughs> I absolutely love it. These guys are putting on a superb show. It is well and truly deserved, these uh, plaudits that are going to these guys. They're doing a great job and uh, working so hard. Great credit to them. They've uh, earned the plaudits as now the uh, FKS juniors are lining up on the... Uh, dummy grid in the pits they'll go around for one green flag lap and then hopefully we shall be racing uh, once again in one of the most competitive classes in junior karting for 10 minutes of great action and they really will have to make uh, tough work they're really going to make tough work of this so they'll do their very best once again and is this going to be another Oliver Clark victory or has somebody got something in the can to overhaul them? We'll find out now because Oliver Clark heads them out of the pits and onto the circuit. Oliver Clark, Ethan Hawkey, Johnny Edgar, Abby Munro, Harrison Wedgbury, Owen Byatt, Tom Geeney, Dexter Patterson, Shane Martin, Chris Lullum, and the 11th man in that equation, of course, 
still filtering their way through and forming up into their actual grid positions. But the 11th man in uh, that little tussle, although I only count 10 there. Dexter Patterson is definitely out there. The field now forming up for the grid. Oliver Clark slowing the field up now. Ethan Hawkey lines up beside him. Ethan Hawkey's gone a little too far ahead, I think. He performs himself up into position now. So the junior is getting ready for the off. Clark, Hawkey, Edgar, Wedgbury, Monroe, Byatt, Geeney, Patterson, Martin, Lalam. They make their way up. Herbert Rise one more time. Louis Westover's joined up at the back, so he is there in position. But we're getting ourselves ready for battle. Oliver Clark slows them up big time. And he's waiting for the moment. He's trying to outfox Ethan Hawkey on the start. There's tiptoeing, crawling through. And Oliver Clark has got the very best start imaginable. Green flag, and we're racing. Oliver Clark gets out in front, and he's really caught Ethan Hawkey napping there through the first start, and he's got through. Ethan Hawkey has actually dropped back into third position behind Johnny Edgar. So a great start for Edgar as he goes through. So a perfect start for Oliver Clark, and that's exactly what he needed from this second heat. Johnny Edgar, second place. Third is Hawkey. Fourth is Munro. Then in fifth position, it is Owen Byatt from Wedgbury. Uh, Louis Westover's made up a place already. He's got past Shea Martin, and he's going to try and make up one more as he makes the move on Dexter Patterson. Uh, Chris Lullum is well in that mix as well. So through they come. Clark is your leader. Edgar, Hawkey. Byatt is now in fourth position in front of Abby Munro, but Munro's got a great run up towards uh, Henry Spen in the second corner. Is she going to get the move done here? No, she just hangs back in position, although it's three wide. It's a hairpin one. That was very close indeed as Geeny, Lullum and Wedgbury fought over the same bit of tarmac. That was very close indeed. And somehow they all managed to get through without incident. That was really very close indeed. I'm trying to figure out the 11th man who's missing from the equation in this uh, second race. I can't see who the 11th man missing is. It's definitely Clark, Edgar, Hawkey, Byatt, Munro. Wedgbury, Geeney, Lullum, Patterson, and uh, Martin. It looks like Louis Westover's gone. So Westover, he was on the grid. I definitely saw him on the rolling lap. Maybe he didn't even complete the first lap. Not sure what happened to Louis Westover, but uh, his race is over. Wedgbury battling away with Geeney towards the back of the grid there. As Munro, Lullum, Patterson, Martin, Geeney, and Wedgbury are having a magnificent scrap. Oliver Clark trying to stretch out that advantage ahead of Edgar and Hawkey. But Edgar and Hawkey will try and work together this time to try and get close to Oliver Clark. At least they should do. They need to close up on Oliver Clark. They need to push very hard to close up. So is this going to be an Oliver Clark one-way freight train again? Or is there going to be more of a challenge? Every single one of the drivers behind Oliver Clark is going to hope that it'll be a little bit more open and a little bit more even. But that's no guarantee. And they know that. So Clark continues his run out in front. 0.9 of a second in front of Edgar and Hawkey. Byatt is fourth. Monroe is now fifth, doing a great job in front of Chris Lullum. Patterson's up to seventh place in front of Shea Martin, with Harrison Wedgbury down in ninth position in front of Tom Geeney. It's a great battle between those six at the tail end of the field. But Oliver Clark still trying to stretch out in front of Johnny Edgar and Ethan Hawkey. Fourth place, Owen Byatt. It was great to see Owen Byatt mucking about on the...
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Simulator earlier on. No mucking about now. This is the real racing. Clark still stretching out that advantage in front of Edgar and Hawkey. A nice tussle between Lullum and Munro. It's Chris Lullum who's got in front for the moment. Abby Munro still doing a good job. She's keeping her head above water. And she's very much still in contention for a good top six finish here. She's in sixth place at the moment. But I'm sure there's more where that came from. Meanwhile, Shay Martin's practically climbing over the back of Dexter Patterson's gearbox to move up into seventh position. He's throwing everything he can through the Symes sweep and through the uh, Pullman's left-hand apex. It's a brave driver who goes for the overtaking move there. We saw Freddie Spinlow do it earlier in the cadets, of course. Now, let's see. Is there going to be a bit more of a tight fight between Edgar and Hawkey? At the moment, it seems to be pretty stable in uh, second position. It's not unusual to get a second or third heat that's quite humdrum by comparison to the others. They just want to get a little bit of uh, consistency and rhythm out of the carts. And uh, even if it's a, a slow sort of pace race when you're in second or third position, you learn so much just by running the cart in, in the battle. And every race you do increases your physicality and increases your ability to deal with the situations thrown at you. And uh, it's all part of the level-headedness of, you know, running in third or fourth position on a Lone Ranger run. Clark is now 1.4 clear of Edgar at the moment, but there's no squabbling over second place this time, which means that Oliver Clark is having to push even harder than he did probably in race one to hold that advantage. So Clark leads. He's only a second and a half ahead of Johnny Edgar this time. He was a full 12 seconds clear at the end of the race in uh, the first heat after all those squabbles for second place. This time they've settled themselves into position and given themselves a better chance of overhauling Oliver Clark later on. Johnny Edgar's getting faster all the time. He's just done a 40.920. He's actually taken some of the lead away from Oliver Clark in that last lap. So Johnny Edgar slowly starting to chase down. Up the inside goes Shea Martin. That did not go well. He barges with Dexter Patterson, who'd already turned into the corner. And Shea Martin gets through. They both continue. But uh, Shea Martin 
made the move very late into hairpin one when Dexter Patterson was already there. And that has cost the Scott very dearly indeed because Westbury's gone through as well. Uh, Wedgbury, sorry, has gone through as well. So Dexter Patterson will not be happy with that. Tom Geeney running wide there at Paddock. And that puts him onto the curb, running wide. Looks as though Shane Martin's actually got some damage to the uh, left front nose cone as a result of that little tussle with Dexter Patterson. Might have just bent it a little bit. There was a pretty hard knock by the look of things. Fastest snap of the race. Take a guess. Nope, you're wrong. It's Chris Lullum. Chris Lullum's just done a 40.850. And uh, that is the fastest lap by four hundredths of a second. Two hundredths of a second now because Johnny Edgar's gone quicker. And again, he's brought the gap down between himself and Oliver Clark. He's chipping away at it very gradually. A hundredth here, a hundredth there. Johnny Edgar is not giving up. This is Fortec versus Fusion. And this really is the new headline for national karting, isn't it? Can Fortec, the leading force in single-seater racing, take on the leading force in karting and be a force for a force for close racing. It's going to be tough to know if they can actually keep this form up all the way through the season. But the team looks pretty good, don't they? Oliver Clark running out in front in this class. Chris Lullum doing well in fifth position in front of Owen Byatt now. So that's fourth position, in fact. Oh, Tom Geeney's in trouble. Tom Geeney's in trouble. The car has failed him. That's a real shame. Tom Geeney's got mechanical problems and Tom Geeney's race is over. He pulls into the pits at a crawl. That is so demoralizing when you're in the thick of a race and it's going okay. It was never really top notch, but clearly something was amiss. And uh, his race comes to a premature end there. Meanwhile, Abby Munro has caught up to the back of Owen Byatt. So she's now going to be challenging for fifth position. Johnny Edgar has well and truly dropped Ethan Hawkey now. One and a half seconds between Clark and Edgar and 1.6 between Edgar and Hawkey. Lullum and Byatt having a good scrap. Well, Lullum in fourth position. Byatt and Munro going very well. Munro still trying to overhaul Chris Lullum. Uh, sorry, trying to overhaul Owen Byatt. Chris Lullum has well and truly got away from Owen Byatt. And Lullum is going faster and faster and faster. He's just done a 40.7 on the last lap. 40.730. To go even quicker and chase down Ethan Hawkey. He's only a second behind him now as Oliver Clark once again loses a hundredth to Johnny Edgar. But a hundredth is not going to get the victory won. Johnny Edgar's just got to keep pushing. One of the best cadet drivers I've ever seen, Johnny Edgar. Now he's into the juniors. Can he maintain that whirlwind display? Certainly looks as though he's got the potential to. Really close fighting. Wedgbury now close on the back of Shea Martin in their scrap for seventh position. Dexter Patterson is there on his own in ninth. I think he's uh, really struggling in terms of how things are currently playing out. But just how well are things going to play out for the course of the race? Well, we'll see because Oliver Clark still running well ahead of Johnny Edgar. Ethan Hawkey, Chris Lallam, Owen Byatt, Abby Munro, Shea Martin, Harrison Wedgbury and Dexter Patterson at the moment. Up the hill goes your lead up. Oliver Clark drops down through the uh, quick left sweep. Up through Herbert Rise and through the clubhouse bend. He makes it look so easy out in front as Oliver Clark. He's really going well at the moment. Tough stuff for Oliver Clark to deal with here compared to last time. The gap is 1.8. It's uh, not 12 seconds like last time. So he's having to be very much on the pace all the time. He can't really let up. 
So down the same sweep through the right-hander. Kisses the apex through the left, through Pullmans and into Paddock. Things going very well for Oliver Clark out in front. He just needs to keep this rhythm going. There's nothing wrong at the moment as far as he's concerned. Just keep this pace up. Keep this energy strong. Up through the hill once again. 25 seconds to go. So we're into the penultimate lap. Meanwhile, Ethan Hawkey has lost the place to Chris Lullum. Chris Lullum's gone through in a third. So Chris Lullum has not only caught Ethan Hawkey, but he's got through. So Lullum is onto the podium at the moment. Ethan Hawkey's not giving up. Neither is Abby Munro giving up on Owen Byatt. Penultimate lap, and this is where the battle will really be joined. So is this going to be the moment of truth for Ethan Hawkey? He's got to try and make that lunge on Chris Lullum again, but Lullum has got a cart length or so away. Abby Munro is trying to set up Owen Byatt for a last lap lunge. So let's see if this can work. Into the final lap. Oliver Clark leading, Johnny Edgar second, Chris Lullum third, Ethan Hawkey fourth, Owen Byatt fifth and Abby Munro sixth. But will it stay that way going into the final lap? Ethan Hawkey's trying. Owen Byatt's defending to Abby Munro. Munro's trying, his, uh, trying her best, but I don't think she's going to get there. Owen Byatt is doing everything he can to keep that door shut. Oliver Clark's going to get this one. And is Abby Munro going to attack into side sweep? She's not quite close enough. She's very strong through Pullman's. Will she challenge into Paddock? No, but Owen Byatt's too defensive. Here comes Abby Munro trying around the outside of Garda as Oliver Clark takes a second win in a row. Johnny Edgar second. Chris Lullum third in front of Ethan Hawkey. Abby Munro will try one last time to push on to Owen Byatt, but it's not going to happen. Byatt is fifth in front of Abby Munro. Shea Martin seventh. Harrison Wedgbury eighth. And Dexter Patterson eventually comes through in ninth position with damage to his cart from that little tag with Shea Martin. But masterclass from Oliver Clark. It wasn't as easy, but he made it look as much. Brilliant work. Two wins for the Fortec man. It's a double for Max Dodds, a double for Harry Thompson, a double for Oliver Clark. Now it's up to Jack McCarthy to make it a double in the Super FKS class. Not too far away from the lunch break now. Ten minutes to go and then we will take a pause in the feed and we'll be back after the uh, lunch break. That is going to be around about uh, 1.55. We should be... Uh, uh, no, sorry. It'll be about 2.40. We'll be up and running again for uh, race coverage. So there's one more race to go. So uh, stay with us. There is one more live race before the break and then we'll get back into the action about uh, 2.40. It's great racing so far here in the Formula Kart Stars. Some great action from some great drivers. Uh, Max Dodds has got the first two cadet races, but Freddie Spindlow is the man to watch. Uh, succumbing to all the pressure, uh, Harry Thompson has soaked it all up and dealt with it accordingly. Oliver Clark is doing very well as well in the FKS Junior. But what about Super FKS for the second time of asking? That's going to be really interesting. Jack McCarthy will lead them away. But he's got a huge quantity of great drivers to fight with. Max Stilp, Dean McDonald, Sean Davidson, Sean Rudge, Bradley Leenberg, Josh Smith, Daniel Dumini, Jack Gordon, and the mighty, the monumentally mighty Saul Robinson, who fought his way through from the back of the grid to third position in the first race. So what can we see from Saul Robinson? in this second race. And don't forget, of course, he's got to do it again now because of not setting any qualifying times earlier on. He had to start from the back in race one. He's got to do it again in race two. Can he work his way through the field a second time? 
As the field lines up, it's going to be the Fortec boys towards the front. Jack McCarthy in the lead. He slows them right down. But teammates side by side, McCarthy and McDonald. Then it is the 32 of Davidson alongside Leonberg. Rudge in fifth. The 28 of Stilp is there in sixth with Smith. Gordon, the 42 of Dumini, and the 72 of Robinson. How's it going to go? Away we go. And they're off. Brilliant start for Jack McCarthy out in front. So McCarthy sweeps through in the first couple of corners and he leads the way beautifully. Second position down to the inside line. Is that going to be a move for Davidson? I'm not sure he quite managed to get that done on Dean McDonald. We'll have to see how it goes through the second hairpin. Is this going to be a sweep through? We'll have to watch. But it's McCarthy who leads the way. McDonald second and Davidson does hold on to third in front of Max Still. Fifth place for Smith. Sixth place for Liebenberg. And up the inside, that's brave. But it's not going to work. In fact, Smith's going to get the upper hand. Josh Smith sweeps through in a third position as McDonald tried to go through on Sean Rudge. Uh, sorry, no, that was uh, that was Davidson trying to get the upper hand on Stilp, and uh, that forced them both wide. Josh Smith is now through in a third position. So Josh Smith works his way through to B3, but he's not going to stay there. Up the inside goes Max Stilp. Brilliant work. Max Stilp tries again, and an absolutely fantastic run. So McCarthy leads his way, McDonald's second, Smith is now down to fourth behind Max Stilp. Fifth place is Diebenberg, then it's uh, Saul Robinson again. Saul Robinson up to P6. He's got past Davidson, who's now down to eighth position because Sean Rudge has got through as well. So Robinson and Rudge fighting their way through again together. Whoa, McCarthy, the back end stepped out big time over the line. And he was very lucky there not to have lost the cart altogether through the uh, clubhouse bend. But he holds the lead. Second is McDonald. Third is Stilp. So it is Fortec. One, two, three. As Liebenberg goes for third position on Josh Smith. And he gets the move. Very nicely done there as well. So McCarthy, McDonald, Stilp, Liebenberg, Smith, Robinson, Raj, Davidson. And then the two men at the back. Dumini and Gordon still scrapping away. Josh Smith is right in the mix, trying to go for Liebenberg. As up the inside goes Saul Robinson in the fusion cart to fifth position. Can he make it? Yes, he's through. Beautifully done. Saul Robinson is an absolute whirling dervish round here. McCarthy leads it. McDonald second, still third. It's Fortec one, Fortec two, Fortec three. And in fourth position, it is now Bradley Liebenberg. But I don't think it's going to be Valarm because Saul Robinson is right there in P5, trying to make the move on the South African. The Fortec trio are working their way out in front. And now Saul Robinson has got through. He's got past Liebenberg. Liebenberg's going to try again, but he's not far enough in there. As up the inside goes Sean Davidson past Josh Smith for seventh place. Very nicely done as well. It's going to be very tough, and it's going to be really, really close in this battle. But McCarthy, McDonald, and Stilp have broken clear in the two in the three Fortex. They're going to swamp the podium. Who would have thought this in their first race? They've done a very good job, indeed, the Fortec boys, of getting this team set up. They only have five drivers compared to the five billion that Fusion always bring to these meetings. But their drivers are the very best in the country. They could have picked under the circumstances, really. Out in front. It is Jack McCarthy. In second, it is McDonald, but not for long. Here comes Max Stilp. Max Stilp's going to make the move for McDonald into Garda. I think he's got there. Yes, he has. So Max Stilp makes the move on Dean McDonald, the Scott. And Max Stilp moves into P2. So there's definitely no team orders at Fortec. 
And Max Stilt, once again, is the fastest man on the racetrack. 40.120. Now, can the two Fortec boys, Max Stilt and Dean McDonald, work together to close up on Jack McCarthy as they did last time? Max Stilt caught his teammate and then passed him. He's dropped McDonald like a lead brick. He might as well have threw the anchor off the side of the deck. He has driven away from him there. Beautiful work from Max Stilp in P2. Meanwhile, still a great battle cooking up between Robinson, Liebenberg and Rudge as they scrap away for fourth position. But it is Saul Robinson, the superstar in P4. I can't describe him as anything other than a superstar after that charge through to the podium in race one. But he's charged through to fourth position again in the fusion cart. But Robinson, Liebenberg and Raj scrapping away for fourth position. Liebenberg in P5. Smith, Gordon, Davidson and Dumini. But the top three are tightening up because Max Stilt once again charging after team leader Jack McCarthy. I say team leader because that's the way it is in the points right now because McCarthy did win race one. But Max Stilt won't want him to win race two. Dean McDonald's not far away in third either. Here's the fusion of Saul Robinson. And then Liebenberg and Sean Rudge. Great work from these guys so far. Brilliant battling in this Super FKS second heat. And again, Robinson defends valiantly from Liebenberg and Rudge. Here come the Fortex as a great scrap continues between Jack Gordon and Josh Smith. They're swapping positions pretty much every corner. And Max Stilp is right on the gearbox of Jack McCarthy. Max Stilp is going for it again. Jeepers, this guy is good. Max still right on the back of Jack McCarthy. And let's not forget, McCarthy is no slouch. He is a Ferrari development driver over the winter. He did over at Maranello. They took him out to Italy and they gave him so much training and development. Jack McCarthy, I think, is one of the fighting forces of British karting. But Max Stilp is showing him a clean pair of heels in this race. He's just taken down the deficit from a second and a half. And now he's right on his gearbox again. Max Stilp driving beautifully here at Butmore Park. He really seems to have found his rhythm now. He's right behind him at Garda, but he doesn't go for the move. He wants to go. Oh, he has gone for the move on the exit of Garda. And he's through. Max Stilp takes the lead. He left that one very late indeed. But he's got through and taken the lead. So Jack McCarthy second. Oh, Saul Robinson's in trouble. Saul Robinson is going nowhere. Oh, it's a failure to the car for Saul Robinson. He's pulled off before the finish line and his race is over. What a disaster for Saul Robinson. His first race was legendary, prolific. And now he's just a spectator on the sidelines. And that allowed Sean Rudge to get through in a fourth position past Bradley Liebenberg. So now sixth position is Gordon in front of Josh Smith with Davidson and Dumini. Not too far away, but Saul Robinson out of the race. That is such a shame. Meanwhile, Max Stilp has managed to stretch out a bit of a gap between himself and Jack McCarthy. It's now four tenths of a second. So he's really working away from the rest of the field here. It's going well. It's definitely coming on strong. He's not done yet. I have a feeling there's more in the tank. But it's definitely a good start to proceedings as far as uh, Max Stilp is concerned. He's 0.4 clear with 2 minutes 38 on the clock. Up Herbert Rise through the clubhouse bend. And there is nearly a second now between Stilp and McCarthy. 
It's almost as if McCarthy has gone, do you know what, mate? I'm afraid I've been beaten here. Fair and square, you go and get this win, mate. So Max Stilt has opened up the gap to eight-tenths of a second over Jack McCarthy. He has really found it. But we did see this in race one. McCarthy lost the lead initially to Stilp, and then he got it back again. But with two minutes to go, Max Stilp has definitely built up a bigger gap over Jack McCarthy than we saw in race one. So maybe it's not going to be a dominant force in 2016 as it was in 2015. Ross Martin pretty much won everything he sneezed at last year. Now it's going to be a very close fight between the Fortec trio. McCarthy, Stilp and McDonald. Dean McDonald hasn't quite found the pace yet that we know he's capable of. I have a feeling that's coming, though. Let's not forget, Dean McDonald has only just become old enough to qualify for this class. He was in the uh, FKS Junior class last year, and a worthy competitor he was for that title. Eventually won by Tom Wood, who's decided to jack in karting and go for Ginetta Juniors. But it's going very well indeed for the man out front, Max Still, Our timing screen's gone down. Well, that's interesting. That's not really the best moment in the race for that to happen either. But uh, Max Still still running out in front. Second position is uh, Jack McCarthy. Third is Dean McDonald. And uh, fourth place, that is still the way of Sean Rudge in front of Bradley Liebenberg. But uh, with the timing screen down, we're not entirely sure how many seconds there are left of the race. We're going to have to uh, keep a lookout, I think, for the chequered flag at this rate because it's not, it's not really going to be clear when we're on the last lap or when we're on the uh, final lap or whatever. Max still bad in front, though, stretching the advantage ahead of Jack McCarthy. Third place for Dean McDonald. And I think it's going to end that way. Sean Rudge and Bradley Liebenberg in fourth and fifth positions. And uh, they are staying pretty much there or thereabouts. No major battles now. Jack Gordon. Whoa. Something has not gone well on Josh Smith's cart. That is a particularly loud exhaust. I think he's got a cart problem there. Something's fallen off Josh Smith's cart. There's definitely a problem. You can hear that from here. And he's the other side of the circuit. Something's happened to Josh Smith's cart. And uh, he's a lot louder than he should be. So something has definitely failed on Josh Smith's cart, I'm afraid to say. He's still going round, though. You'll hear it as he goes round. We're into the last lap. No change at the front. But have a listen as Josh Smith goes by. Here he comes. That is not the normal noise of a cart at this level. It's far too noisy. Something has definitely failed on his cart. But never mind that. Max Stilp is going to get the victory. He's stretched out a long way ahead of Jack McCarthy. He's pulled out the gap to 1.9 seconds. It was a win for Jack McCarthy in race one, but it's Max Stilp who does it in race two. A fine effort, and Josh Smith finally pulls off with that cart broken as Max Stilp wins it. Jack McCarthy second, Dean McDonald is third. Fourth position for Sean Rudge, ahead of Bradley Liebenberg with Jack Gordon in sixth position. Josh Smith is out of the race, so Davidson is promoted to seventh place, and Daniel Dumini is promoted to eighth with both Josh Smith and Saul Robinson retirements from that race with technical difficulties. Well, it's been a really great start to proceedings here at Butmore Park. We've had some incredible race action right from the get-go, and there's only more where that comes from in the lunch break later on. We will be returning to Butmore Park at about the 2.40 mark, so 
So uh, do please come back to us. Tweet us while you're on your lunch break as well. We're on ours. Uh, let us know who you're rooting for and who you're jumping up and down supporting. On Twitter, it's at Downforce Radio. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Downforce Radio. And if you're listening to us via our Spreaker chat, you can send us a message too on the chat box on our website, downforce-radio.co.uk. We'll be back in a few uh, minutes' time. It'll be about uh, 2.40 when we get going again. So uh, give it three quarters of an hour and uh, join us again for more great action at Butmore Park. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.